listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. It ain't hard to tell. I excel, then prevail. The mic is contacted. I attract clientele. My mic check is life or death. Breathing the sniper's breath. I excel. The yellow smoke of Buddha through life's steps. Blah, blah. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And uh, we're in the house. It's feedback time, y'all. We are. Saturday mornings, uh, which we give up for you people so that you can call and tell us how awesome the show was, how terrible the show was. How you did agree with us, how you didn't agree with us, uh, all that good stuff. How you think we suck, that's okay too. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, if you want to just tell us that we sucked and uh, we're not nearly as good as uh, we thought we were, well, now you can do that. Yes, you can. It's quite easy. There's a bunch of ways to get in contact with us. Of course, the easiest is probably go to theblackouttips.com. You can vote in the polls. You can leave comments. Um all that good fancy stuff. Um, leave comments on your votes in the poll. That's how deep it is. Um, you can also do stuff like email us, theblackouttips at gmail.com, or you can call the show, 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail throughout the week, or if you're not feeling that, um, you can talk to us live Saturday mornings when we open up the phone lines to everybody. Uh, or if it's chill, She'll just call and interrupt her own voicemail. <laughs> Your own voicemail. Do whatever she wants to do. It's chill. What can we say? Um, 
you can also do stuff like when you go to the blackoutist.com go to our store donate to the site uh you know you can donate with recurring donations or one-time donations like we said last week you know support the media that you want to see yes um, because uh you know one day the shit will be gone and you'll be like man they had some good shit why didn't i support that you know so make sure you guys are doing that um to keep shit around that you want to see um as a matter of fact i donated to uh hot Firestarters uh indiegogo friday mm-hmm. um because i do want to see what those guys can do um so yeah i put my money where my mouth is put my money in that real estate um, you can also do stuff like leave us five star reviews on iTunes. We read all of those on the show, regardless of content. We do. Even if it's dissing us or if it's saying we're great. Long as it's five stars, we'll read it. Now, what if it's four stars, Karen? Hell no. That's right. Even if it says we're great? Nope. We won't, we won't give a damn. That's right. We don't care, people. Nope. You better tip us. That's the only way we're going to read your review. <laughs> uh, you can like us on Facebook. Um, we're also on Google Plus. Just search the Black Guy Tips on all the social media sites. Uh, we have a Tumblr. All that stuff. Take care of it. Go to our About page. All the information is there. Let's get started. The official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport... Is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. Oh, I forgot to mention our Twitters. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again. That as in D-A-T. And the show Twitter is at T-B-G-W-T. Yes, sir. uh, The show always follows everybody back. So if you follow the show, it will follow you back. But if you unfollow the show, it will hate you. All right, man. Let's uh, talk about the people who donated to the show first. Let's do this. Get them some props. Um, Nick the Jew with a recurring donation. Hey, girl. What's up, Nick? Uh, we appreciate it, man. Uh, she put her money in that real estate. Yes, she did. Um, and uh, my man Damian Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. He with a recurring donation. Yes. Uh, Corey, who I think goes by Deticula on Twitter. Uh, he hooked us up with a recurring donation. Oh, what's up? Thank you, sweetie. We'll see you next month, sir. We appreciate it. And we have a brand new recurring donator, my man Cameron. Cameron B. Thank you. Yes! Cameron B. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for your do- donation, Cameron, we man. We do. We really do appreciate it, man. And I know that, you know, people don't have to put in on this, but they do. And uh, that's an awesome feeling, people. All right, man. Uh, what do you want to do first? We got an iTunes reviews. Yes, we do. We have plenty of iTunes reviews. Uh, would you like to do those first? Yes. All right. We didn't get any iTunes reviews from America last week, and I guess people felt like they need to break the, you know, to redeem themselves. So uh, you go to iTunes, you search the black guy who tips. Our podcast will come up. You click on it, and it'll ask you at the bottom, would you like to leave a review? Please do, And you do. If you have an iPhone, it's even easier than that. You just search us, and you can type your review in right there. Rate it five. Straight through. Well, rate it five stars, because those are the only ones we read on the show. I think those are the only ones we see. I only got eyes for you five stars. (laughs) And uh, just leave us a review, man, and we'll read it on the show. Mm -hmm. So without further delay, let's do that. And let's do it, son. Part of my daily routine from Miss Unique Manda. Oh. She said, uh, I tried to review, but it, it disappeared the first time. So I persevered. She came back for a second try. Thank you, girl. I come, a charm. I come into work, make some espresso, turn on my computer, and press play on this podcast in iTunes. Watch, it my, fir- watch my first live show pa- this past week and enjoyed it. 
i can see you all on satellite radio one day well, we can only hope yeah do they have insurance there i hope they do yes i enjoy your guest down i enjoy your guest and found you all through amber p at black sexy geeky and mental oh that's who the guest will be tomorrow so yes. be surprised nice surprise we'll be doing it early in the morning though it'll be like 10, 10 a.m show tomorrow uh i like that you bring on sarah J and mr morgan the sports guy sexy uh that's uh morgan p, p campbell, campbell. where well, apparently the p stands for pretty sexy <laughs> uh thank you for enhancing my day hopefully i'll have a podcast as hot as yours in the future peace well we can only pray unique manda well we're hoping for you we're rooting for you we are we root for everybody uh cult of rod five stars that's right my cult forgot about that it's been a while since we had a meeting i know you need to get the group together sir uh the new thing for the cult guys well uh Tell anyone who doesn't like Chavis Gambino royalty, we unfollow them on Twitter and we talk bad about them, okay? <laughs> and then you block them so they can't say anything back. Done. Uh, all right. Cult of Rod, five stars. I had a 13-hour bus ride from Toledo, Ohio to Charlotte. Thank God for the blackout tips. I made myself not listen for an entire week so I could listen on the bus. Best week of shows ever. Love the Sarah J show and was hyped to hear Justin back on the show. Keep up the great work. And once again, Rod, good looking out on the Childish Gambino music. Uh, no oh, problem. Big welcome. Ron, Big Ronnie 57. 13 hour bus ride. How you survive, sweetie? Yeah, man. Good grief. Like the Underground it's, Railroad. Will they take you to Freedom? <laughs> I guess so. Freedom so. Rider. <laughs> yes, uh, for real Freedom 13 Rider. 13-hour bus ride to Montgomery, Alabama. It was hot. We barely made it. Yeah. I was on my last piece of hog mog when we got there. They were throwing rocks at the bus as soon as we got <laughs> off. Uh, best period podcast period ever, five stars, by Alicia Simone. All right. I like that already. Mm-hmm. Do I even need to read this? That's that's the perfect. Oh, name sounds sexy. Perfect sexy. description. Uh, I found the black out tips through blacking it up, and I'm a fan for life. Thank you. That's right. We managed to steal all the ratchet ones from there. I know. Mm. If, yes, if you ratchet and you deal with them, you can come on and hang yeah. with us too. We let Elon keep the politically correct ones. Oh yeah, he can keep them. He can keep yeah. them, folks. I'm like, I am against the N word. Well, like, you still still with Elon. Still with Elon. Yeah. Um, they are the perfect balance of ratchet and reasonable. I love how they jump from crazy Florida BS to politic political rants to Raj love of porn without missing a beat. <laughs> I listen at work and y'all have me dying at my desk. Folks stay walking by like, what's so funny? And I try to put them onto the blackout tips. I use all my black, the blackout tips isms, uh, TB, TBGWT isms in my regular convo now. Uh oh. Uh, my favorite is Karen's, I know it's so. <laughs> she does say that a lot. Uh, it, LOL cracks me up every time. I love when Rod calls in to blacken it up. His, uh, open is always the same. Yo, what up? It's Rod. Chilling, yep. chilling. Chil- chil- yes, every time. It doesn't change. I'm like, one day I'm gonna hear something different. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, I say it along with him and giggle each time. I do have one question. Do folks at your job or in your neighborhood know about your show? Not no. most of them. No. no. Not too many no. of them. Um, there's a few, I mean, the good thing about having a podcast is that, um, it is like the best way to kind of be famous, um, because you'd be surprised by how many people just don't give a fuck. Nope. Like literally I can, everyday lives. Yeah. I could come on this show if I wanted to and talk cold cash shit about everybody in my life and like maybe 
one percent of those people right yeah might even know did this podcast even exist and you tell them they're like oh okay and like 10 minutes later they don't forgot i think right. the only people that remember is rod's um rod's side of the family because they just want to argue and shit with him when he talk about Tyler Perry, Steve Harvey. Other than that, I don't think them niggas even care. I don't even know if they know I talk about them on the podcast. No, but they probably don't. Like, they come up every once in a while. Yeah, you're right. I did remember that one conversation about the NFL and stuff. But, mm-hmm. yeah, in general, no. They don't know. Um, or they don't care. Like, That's they know. Right. And then they just don't care. I mean, it's like, you know, if I told them I had a spaceship that goes to the moon, they'd be like, okay. Okay. And and, and the, even the funnier part is some of his older family members think we got like a real radio show, which is even hilarious. Right. But, um, it, yeah, if I was, um, it's funny, though, because if I had like a family member who had like, say, a YouTube video channel or something, I don't know. I check it out every once in a while, you know. What if I pissed them off at Thanksgiving and they were sitting there they're like, yeah, my Uncle Rod is a bitch, man. And, you know, I'll punch him in his motherfucking face. He's like, I would want to know that. Me too. But uh, I don't know. They don't really listen, which is mm-hmm. probably even better for everybody. It is. I don't need a whole bunch of, so you really don't want kids. Like, I don't need that. Yes. Yeah, we didn't told y'all niggas, but y'all don't take us seriously. Yeah. I, like, I'm all, and plus, um, I don't think, I don't know. People, I don't know if people are ever going to believe me, but. Uh, I'm surprised that anyone listens to the show. And me too. So anytime in like real life someone hits me up and they're like, yeah, you know, um, I was listening to the show. I'm always like, what? And what's even, <laughs> <laughs> and I think the even funny part, I think it was a while ago, we went to Flying Biscuit with some of Roger's white friends. We were sitting there talking and he was like, hey, Rod, he was like, this must be Karen. I looked at him like, how do you know who I am? First of all, that was a black friend. That was Jamie. Oh yeah. Jamie was black, but we right. was with a white friends eating. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, he yeah he knew Karen without ever really meeting her before because he listened to the podcast. Um, I was very confused, you know. But yeah, stuff like that is cool. Or like you know, I think Karen's cousin and her husband they listened to the show, so like it was cool. We had di- lunch with them one time, and you know they were, actually that's who put me on to the app on iTunes. Yeah, uh, where you can act. It's called Photon, where you can actually go in and watch the show on iTunes, and mm-hmm. it was because of uh, him that I learned that. So yeah. It, I mean, it's, like I said, it's, it's, it's not like famous or, like, we're not famous or anything, mm-hmm. and we're not, um, at the same time, we don't have anybody really listening as far as, uh, in our li- lives. So, um, people that do know, I think, you know, we also put out a lot of material and they, you know, they might not be able to keep up, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I said, my coworker told me he listens and I was just like, it's always like a pleasant surprise kind of, but then the yeah. next thought I have is like, what did I say? You know, yeah, I, yes. I say something fucked up, that I, you know, because because you know the thing is we put our opinions out there, and mm-hmm. you know with anything is you know, and it's funny because people will kind of get on you for your opinion, but it's like, motherfucker, if you had a mic in front of you and had to give your opinion for ten hours a week, I'm pretty sure you say something I don't agree with too. Of course, you know. So, um, but it's kind of cool because. uh you know, they like that person that listened. We were talking about Chick Fil A was a very controversial to- topic right now, mm-hmm. and um, he, you know he was saying like he was one of the people that stood in line for Chick Fil A, not necessarily because of their views on homo- uh, on uh, mm-hmm. gay marriage, but because he was like, um, yeah, I, I stood in line for Chick Fil A because you know freedom of speech, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't think you know you should have your business banned because I don't agree with your opinion or whatever, and. I guess since we kind of covered that angle on the show too, mm-hmm. uh, they were he was able to be like, yeah, man, that was um, you know I, I listened to the show and I found it you know reasonable, and he and I haven't been able to listen to other people's shows about it because it's such a polarizing topic and all that stuff. And I was like, yep. oh, that's cool, you know. 
I don't expect everybody to agree with us. Mm-mm. And, you know, if you do listen and you hate the show, just don't tell me. That's all I say. Like, I don't need to know that shit. I know it's so. <laughs> and really don't care. But it was cool, though, man. Yeah, so. I'm an undercover podcast, and I'm an underground podcaster. Yeah, nobody at your work knows? I have mm, a few people that know. One person actually listens. The other, two, the other two are like, yeah, okay. But they don't really listen. Right. It's like, like I said, like telling someone you have a podcast, like saying I have a underwater city in the Atlantis, in and, the Atlantic Ocean. And the fish Ocean. can talk. And they go, oh, okay. Yeah. That's, not, that's nice to know. Tell yeah. me about the talking fish later. I turn into a pumpkin at midnight. They're like, okay. Okay. Hope you find your slipper. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's, it's, that, it's how like people don't really care about shit they just ask you questions mm-hmm. you know like hey what, what what are you into i have a podcast <laughs> and i think a lot of it is, is <laughs> how's your day going good lack of understanding too like they don't really know what it is they don't really want to find out they don't really yeah. give a shit so i'm like well why do you ask and, yeah. and it's funny when you at work because sometimes you go well i'm i'm literally the most famous person non-person in here like yeah y'all famous in real life i'm famous in internet life <laughs> yeah well most of these people are not famous in real life in my job so true i'm probably the most famous person that i work with yeah that's true which is weird <laughs> <laughs> but anyway man um it's, so do folks at your job or in your neighborhood know about your show uh not really mm-hmm. um i thought you guys were trying to keep your podcast and personal life separate no, nah, I mean, the podcast is our personal life to yes, some extent. Is. I mean, it's kind of hard to keep it completely separate, separate. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, people, you know, say you're my Facebook friend. You're going to see me posting links to the podcast. Say, um, you know, uh, you come to my house and you see me drinking out of the blackout test glass. It's pretty much impossible to keep it completely separate. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I don't bring no black guy who tips pay you familiar to my job. Mm-mm. Right. I don't either, but you know what I mean? It's pretty much impossible to keep it completely separate. Yes. But shout out to someone all y'all that do though. Yeah. Someone will find out. Like that's just, uh, that's just, that's just how it is. If, if, if it matters to you, if it's part of your life, mm-hmm. someone will sh- find out. If you don't give a fuck about your podcast, no one will find out because no one's probably even listening. Nope. Cause you don't care. Why should they? Uh, with your growing popularity, how's that working out? Um, I think we just broke that down. How will you handle it when the secret gets out and the podcast paparazzi are at your door? I don't think we have to worry about that. No, I don't think so. The either. people that I know that are like the most famous podcasters in the world are either famous for other shit or, yes. you know, like they, you know, they still have to work to get those people to mm-hmm. like, you know, it's one of those things where you can be. You know, millions of people can hear your voice and you know, go to your website, know your picture and all that, but you can still walk down the street and you yeah. not have to worry about being harassed. And to an extent, I I, I kind of like that. You know, I don't I don't want to I don't mind making money and being famous, but I I want to be able to somewhat live a normal life. I don't want to be like, well, oh, I need some macaroni and cheese, but damn it, I can't go to the store. Secretary, can you go pick me up some macaroni and cheese? Right. I don't want it to be like that. Just wondering. Well, I gotta go. Keep up the good work. A loyal fan, wishing all y'all nothing but the best well thank you very thank much you. alicia simone uh let's see another uh five-star review the holy grail of all podcasts by the lone <laughs> critic <laughs> oh <laughs> wow that is that's pretty um that's pretty high praise the holy grail of all podcasts i don't know about that rod and karen are that dynamic duo of podcasts and the show is always hilarious and on point continue your podcast excellence thank you very much the lone critic thank we'll you sweetie it. mm-hmm um, easily my favorite podcast by Jordan White. I'm used to hearing Rod calls in to the after black. I wonder if people listened to the show this week and wrote us because blacking it up was off. Yeah, I think some people might actually even try this since they were off. 
Yeah, I wonder if like, that's what happened. Hey, don't that Rod dude to call in every day? What is his name? I need to go check him out since, <laughs> right. since Elon and them ain't on. I'm bored. Right. <laughs> then they went and found this shit and was like, this, oh, this is horrible. They was like, oh, no, I think I'll stick with Eljoy yeah. over here in the corner. How can no. he defend Daniel Tasha's no, right I, to make I, a I, joke? I, I can't do that. Son no. of a bitch. No. Anyway, Jordan, one of the cool ones, obviously. Uh, I'm used to hearing Rod's call to the After Black, which is another great podcast. So with all with a little bit of searching, I found this, and I'm glad I did. It's hilarious. They cover almost every topic that I'm interested in, and the conversation between Rod and Karen, their guests, and even the chat room are all interesting. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know about the chat room. Say <laughs> so the chat room is all racist. Yeah. Uh, I, don- th- I think so. When they're playing all week long, they be ready. Yeah. <laughs> I donated my Twitter account immediately. Some of my homies that don't even listen to podcasts like this show. When I let them hear snippets of it. So I recommend this to anybody with a heartbeat and a sense of humor. Five stars. All right. Thank you, sweetie. Doesn't get better than that, man. Mm-mm. So uh, what do you want to do next, Karen? Calls. Voicemails. All right, cool. Well, uh, leave a voicemail throughout the week. You just dial 704-557-0186 um, and uh, leave your voicemail. Just try to keep it under three minutes and we'll get to it on the show. Um, if it's over three minutes... Uh, depending on what you're talking about, it's a good chance you get cut off. So just letting you know now. Yep. So keep it interesting. All right, here we go. Yo, what up, Rod? What's up, Karen? This is Leonard calling back again. A little bit less nervous this time. I'm, I'm feeling good about life right now. So, you know, I figured I'd call in right now and, you know, give y'all a quick shout. A couple things I want to say real fast before I get off the line. Um, I had a couple of Black Guy Tips moments recently. Uh, the other day, on Saturday, I was um, doing a little bit of grocery shopping. And um, it wasn't that much, but I, I did need to get a shopping cart because it was been too much for a basket. And I opened up that front part where you would sit a small child at. And um, I grabbed a few things, one of them being a loaf of bread. And I sat that loaf of bread in that front part. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I heard a voice, and it was the voice of this black guy who was known for tipping. <laughs> he was like, brother, please move that bread. So I quickly moved that bread and put it to the back of the basket. So I wanted to thank my man, Rod, for, for giving the people that, that gem of knowledge that you gave us that day about little babies and how nasty they can be <laughs> when you sit them down yes, in, the, in the front part of that basket. So I think you saved me and all of the sandwiches and whatever I do with this bread will be blessed by the fact that I didn't put it in that front part. Uh, second thing was, I was coming home from work today, today being Monday, and um, I was cutting through this uh, shopping platter, and there's a Whole Foods in there. And I was driving by there, saw this guy coming out with some flowers. And my first thought was like, damn, this dude's about to get his rod on, man. He's about to take these to his lady and make her day like he did when you sent those flowers to Karen's job. So, you know, good job for that, man. He, he must have Thank been a, a fan of the show, man, and, and heard that, got inspired or whatever. Um, the last thing is, um, first of all, I want to say what's up to Chill. It's good to hear your voice again. I appreciate the shout-out the other day. Um, and, um, you know, definitely appreciate that. And, you know what I'm saying? It's good to hear from you and all that. I want to piggyback what Chill said um, when she gave a shout-out to Toya. I want to say what's up to Toya. I want to say be safe out there when you go overseas. You know, many blessings to you. And, um, you know, all the people that you're out there with, you know, fighting for the country and the whole nine. You know what I mean? So 
Um, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up, but I'm gonna do two things like Miss Toya would do. I'm gonna say, "Hello, ladies, how you doing out there?" And the <laughs> second thing is, even though I have no beef with him, I'm gonna say, "Fuck Mario Chalmers." And that's my little tribute to Toya. Be safe out there. Come home safely to your friends and family when the time comes. And um, you know, we look forward to hearing from you and everything. So that's my call, and I'm out. Peace. All right, man. Cool. Mr. Brothers coming in right under three minutes. Which I appreciate. He's watching the clock. That means he cares. Um, and yeah, man, those little babies are shit factories, dog. That's pretty much all they do the first few years. And just, sleep. Yeah, sleeping and then shit coming out of them. Throwing up. Yeah, oh. extra sleep. So, yeah, man, I don't know why anyone puts, like, fruit or anything in that front compartment. I used to. And I just had that epiphany one day. And never again, dog. Never again. Um, all right, dog. Let's um to go to the next voicemail. All right, boom. Hello, Ron. Karen, I don't know what the hell happened. These dumbass phones get kind of dumb. This uh-huh. newfangled technology ain't about a damn. This is Stephen Richards out of Beaumont, South Carolina again. Uh, just wanted to say I was calling in. I heard your story about that. Bahamian guy, Bahamian guy, whatever the hell his name is. Hey, hey, tell that guy, hey, if he wants a problem, he don't want to have to deal with it because I tell you what, I tell you what, Stephen Richards from South Carolina has got your back right. I tell you what, these guys need to be out of our country anyway, okay? And you told them right. You told them this is America, and you told them that he needs to, that this is a damn democracy, and this is not on that old, uh, Uh, Steven, and you're right. Those he, 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 he gonna bring out the the what is the, the, the what, second third commandment and commandment. Lord have mercy. <laughs> that was a tank. My bad. With them guns. Oh, the, the second amendment. Yes, that's my commandments. My bad. Second <laughs> <laughs> like, commandments don't sound right. <laughs> them guns. But uh, yeah, so uh, I do think that um that uh steven richards has my back and i appreciate that uh even with the jigaboo moon cricket stuff uh still appreciate it so thank you very much steven god damn Rod. this is uh steven richards out of south carolina Boma, south carolina to be exact again uh just listening to your guest the race and heard about that damn uh well i shouldn't say damn but you know they call themselves an institution of god that church in Mississippi wouldn't let the black folks get married. Mm-hmm. Now, now, now I tell you something. I don't, I don't particularly agree with any type of segregation and any type of thing like that. And I don't agree with no Jim Crow law and all that type of shit. Now, I also don't agree with the goddamn uh, 
people talking about they apologized and to, to apologize to those nice black folk. I'm sure they're nice black folk. I'm sure they're not, you know, the people who, uh, <laughs> let the pants sag and wear dreadlocks down to their waistlines and, you know, things like that. Uh, but even if they did, hell, they were going to get married and that guy ruined their special day, damn it. I just don't agree with that shit. And, well, that, not that guy. I mean, that church ruined their special day and I just think that it's a damn travesty in the shame, okay? I just called in to say that, and, uh, you know, and, and black people, all white folk are not like that, okay? All white folk are not like that. I hope you realize that all white folk ain't like that because, you know, Stephen Richards ain't like that. You know, I, I love all people. You know, I might laugh and, you know, joke around and say a couple of things about some, you know, make some semi-racist statements, but, you know, uh Real talk, as they say, Stephen Richards really cares about all people. <laughs> and I just wanted to let you guys know that. All right, you have a good one. Uh, you too, Stephen. Thank you. Appreciate we, the we uh, you care about all people, sir. support. Um, uh, thank you. Uh, next voicemail. Uh, this one's over three Here minutes, too. So let me, before I start this, fair warning, this shit better be good because it's like two minutes in and shit just all right. I'm stopping it. Yep, that's the warning. Hey, we're going on uh, car. This OG folded from uh, Goddamn Marana. Hey, I'm just calling to see if y'all ever went to the Goddamn McDonald's, right? And you go to the Goddamn Drive through and they get them cold ass fries. You know how they get them cold motherfuckers fries. Yeah, the motherfuckers all set up on the side. This thing on scissor? Waiting on what's, the motherfucker to come through, uh, right? When did we talk about French fries? So I go to the motherfucker McDonald's down here on Maryland, Australia. They give me some cold ass fries. I, I was in the mood with that bullshit. You know what I'm saying, Raw? So I, I, I go back up there in the motherfucker. I tell the motherfucker, listen. What? I paid for some motherfucker hot fries. You gonna give me some oh, goddamn hot fries? He drank a good forty for him. Might come make this phone call. So I go there, motherfucker. Man, have to come to this busy bone cousin. Right, slow bone. <laughs> slow bone. Motherfucker, fake English. Not as busy bone. You're American, no. Motherfucker. The fuck is you doing? He did the downers. Bullshit. Motherfucker, go through there, get pay your motherfucking dollar to get some goddamn fried motherfucker. Want to give some goddamn potatoes? They just peeled up in the motherfucking back. You got me fucked up, so I walk in the motherfucker. <laughs> Ooh, this sounds like somebody drunk. Uncle telling this story at you Thanksgiving, ruined it for all the kids. Sit down, motherfucker, kids. I'm gonna tell y'all this story. Yeah, I, I gotta stop this. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about, and it just sounds completely unintelligible. Uh, and, and your words are slurred. I mean, I'll just say like your words are slurred, so it's kind of hard to understand. Yeah, too. and you over that three minute limit. So, all right then. Yo, what up, Ron and Karen? So this is uh, this is my first call. This is uh, this is Mister All of That Shit. Oh, okay, what's and, up? So I've been the chat See him on Twitter. You know, shout out to Chat Room. I officially need to say that I am on Team Give Chad Alamo because Evelyn has called that Negro everything. She done called for two revenue streams at least, and it's time for her to pay up. <laughs> Chad is literally on record as just being this likable guy. He done danced and jigabooed and 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 cooned for white folks on TV. So white folks love Chad. So if 
if Evelyn goes to a courtroom and tries to get a divorce from Chad in front of a white person, she SOL. She doesn't have to pay up. And she is literally on record. I mean, I say literally because she has been videotaped. It's recorded. Saying and doing the wildest shit you ever want to see in life. Like, who behaves like she behaves? Mm -hmm. Like, if she ever gets hit in a relationship and it's not old Phil, she just has to take that shit on the chin. Because no one's going to believe her. If she can't prove it, then who's going to believe you? I mean, yeah, you might have a scar or something, but if you ain't physically got that dude, like, knocking your eyeball out your head, you really ain't got nothing to say. Like, you, you, you really just over the top all the time. Like, if she gets anything, she needs to get, like, a prescription or something mm. out of this thing. Like, real talk. Anyway, that's my that's my little soapbox, and I'm out. Peace. All right. Um, okay, Mister. All of that shit. Here's the problem with that whole statement. You know she crazy. I know she crazy. Everybody knows she crazy. Mm-hmm. At that point, it is no longer on her to act right. It's on us to understand we're dealing with crazy. Mm-hmm. So. I blame Chad for taking his ass down there. Everybody mm-hmm. else knew not to take their ass down there. It's a reason, dog. It's a reason that Chad went down there, and I don't feel no sympathy for this nigga. And him losing two forms of revenue, too bad. He's lucky he got all his uh, organs, dog. I'm surprised she ain't stabbed him yet. Say that again. So I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I feel like y'all asking me to have sympathy for somebody that's just dumb. I, like, I, I don't have sympathy for Chad the same way I don't have sympathy for motherfucking speeding or a motherfucker like uh, Plaxico Burrs shooting himself in the leg at a nightclub and going to jail. I have no sympathy. It's just dumb as shit. It's like, oh, well, that's dumb. Yes, sir. All right, next voicemail. Yo, what's up? This is Busy Bone, you know what I'm saying? And everything like that and everything. And uh, and then we praise the Lord Jesus Christ and everything. And I know you better run, you better hurt. Okay? You better run, you better hurt. I guess Busy Bones must have heard us playing. I guess Busy Bones must have uh, decided to call the show. Uh, He's happy to be brought back. Uh, Thanks, Busy. (laughs) Next what's going on. Hey, good afternoon. Uh, Good evening, Rodney Karen. Hey, how y'all doing? Loving the show. You know, been listening to it for six months and uh, just spreading the uh, word around about the show, you know. Um, uh, Rod, I got something to ask you, man. I downloaded uh, the John Madden uh, 2013, and um, man, what you think about it, man? I downloaded. It's, I'm getting tired of that Madden man, scene. Is, is it true that the NFL they're gonna have an NFL 2K14 coming out next uh, the year, uh, or, uh, 2014, or the uh, EA Sports license is up? You know, I'm asking you because I know you know all about uh, video games, and I hear you talk about it. Have you heard anything about the EA Sports losing their license to the NFL? You know, if you played the Madden 2013 the demo, uh, let me know uh, what you, you know. Let me know what you think about it. And um, in, when I was listening to the Thursday show, uh, he was talking about the Chad Johnson situation. He was talking bits and pieces about it. Mm-hmm. I always thought that Tio. I always thought that Tio was, you know, was the um, going to be a big problem. But seeing like Chad Johnson got a bigger problem now. 
But you know, we'll see what we'll see how long um Tio lasts with Seattle Seahawks. But uh, love the show and uh, if y'all keep up the good work, peace. All right, peace. Well, I have not played the Madden 2013 demo. And I don't know if there's an NFL 2K. I think that deal is still um, in the works. Has to be decided on by the NFL and EA Sports. Yeah, because didn't they have like a deal where the NFL paid them a bunch of money just so they could be the only person to license the, the other way around? They paid the NFL a bunch of money. Oh, so they paid in the NFL. Okay, they paid the NFL a bunch of money to basically buy out the market so nobody else could have an official NFL game. And I personally think that's some bullshit. And the reason why I think that's some bullshit, the only reason why Madden even improved its gameplay was because of NBA 2, I mean NFL 2K, because they had made it to the point where every year they was, you know, making it better, making it faster, making it quicker, giving you more controls of the games. Like, I don't play, but I've always watched Roderick play. And Madden started upping up his game, but ever since then, Madden do the bullshit, division bullshit, all this other. You like this shit? Don't got nothing to goddamn do with the game. This is stupid. So I really do hope they come into the market to to, to, to force Madden to be a better game. Um, here's the thing. Uh, there's a couple things about this. One, the is the reason EA did this is smart business. Um, I'm they, not saying it ain't. They basically got. I, I know. Okay. I'm not. This is not an argument. Against oh, okay. You. I'm just. I'm just bringing up addressing the guy's point. Um, number one, yeah, the, it's smart business for what EA did. Um, I do think that Madden has improved over the years, uh, even without NBA 2K around. Um, the problem is it just, since there's no NFL, uh, video game from another publisher to, uh, make you feel like there's a competition to give you a choice. There's just a feeling like they could be doing better, and they might not be. Yes, yeah, man, and nothing. Uh, it's a sports game, so it's incremental, incrementally improved. So it's like this year people can catch better. This year people can defend better. This, you know, so like it's never like these huge leaps forward between mm-hmm. Madden iterations, um, unless you're changing consoles or something. Um, so that's number one thing. Um, number two. Uh, NFL 2K was my shit, but at the same time, I'm, I mean, I don't know that they have done all the work to be completely upgraded and improved in 2014. Like, True. they would need to kind of start from scratch and yes. do it again because if you just give me the same game from a decade ago, but it's now, um, you know, updated with new rosters and shit. I don't want to play that. No. So they would have to also get in the lab and come up with something. Um, and then the last thing, too, is EA uh, does need to be scared of competition because their NBA Live franchise basically went in the tank because uh, the, the NBA 2K series was just superior yeah, in every yes, way. so much better. And drove them out of the market. So, you know, those are the things they have to worry about. And like I said, I haven't played the Madden demo, so I can't speak on that. All right, next voicemail. Hey, guys. It's Owen Collins. Hey, Ron. Owen. Black guys What's up? Nation. How's it going? Uh, so I just was listening to your feedback uh, from last week, I think. And um, you guys were talking about talking about politics at work. And, yes. And uh, Chill brought up the thing about unions. And I can see where Karen's coming from on that one. But um, up here we got, uh, like, I don't know. I think unions have been so beaten down where you guys are that they're not really a part of the politics anymore. But we actually have a, a party that's still, you know, pro-union. So that's pretty much the only way I vote. Mm. Uh, so for me, it's it's pretty po- political a lot of the time. And, like, you know, it's, it's pretty much a thrown-away vote. But still... 
we got to support the only people support us. Like we got, uh, we used to have in the 70s, we used to have like 90% of the work uh, in the electrical trade in this area, and now it's like 30%. So wow. we're trying to get it back. And one of the best ways we do it is by talking to the non-union guys that we work working side by side with. And so yeah, politics comes up at work a lot for us, but mm. it's uh, you know not the worst thing. And uh, yeah, like, I mean, are we are we doing a boycott list? Because I got a few things. Like I'd love to boycott. I think okay. I think we should all start boycotting bathrooms without attendance. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I feel you. That is some fancy living. Having somebody there to you know do all that work for you, and you know, like we could. Uh, we could have a prison work release program, maybe, to fill the vacancies and get some new people out there, stimulate yes. the economy, you know. Mm-hmm. And plus, like, really, for me, I just, I love having a conversation with a stranger while I'm taking a shit. So, like, <laughs> I don't know. There's nothing that really beats having that, you know, awkward, one-sided uh, conversation with a stranger while <laughs> taking a crap. So, that's what I think. Plus, you know what? Boycott fucking loofahs. What the hell's a loofah? That's the stupidest name for a product <laughs> I've ever heard of. Why a fucking washcloth? Like, what the hell? Loofahs? Fuck loofahs. What? That's what I'm saying. Anyways, enjoying the show again. Gonna head out early today. Uh, thanks a lot. Thanks for the work you do. Have a good one and take it easy. You too, Owen. We yeah, I'm, it. I'm 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 pro washcloth too. I don't do loofahs. Oh no, I love my loofah, dog. Uh, you got to exfoliate that shit, dog. Uh, I definitely need to breathe. You know, got to get my pores all clean and stuff. Um, I'm glad you do. I guess I'm old school. I, I even use Basso. Roger, Roger, done moved up the liquid. Yep, use the liquid soap and the loofah. You, you, you got something going there. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't understand. Did he want us to boycott uh, bathrooms that didn't have attendance? Mm-hmm. And so that means we're not going to go to bathrooms that don't have attendance. So we're going to only go to ones that do have attendance. Mm-hmm. Nigga, that's dumb as shit. <laughs> First of all, and also, I don't want to be in a fucking bathroom with a dude from prison. Like, that's one of the goals in my life that in general that's one of the reasons i don't want to go to prison so like exporting prisoners to be bathroom attendants is not uh any type of incentive for me only you that's know, why i take 95 percent of my shits at home anyway <laughs> oh so you don't want to be there with the attendants in the in the guard with the gun pointing at them yeah i don't want to be there no fuck that they're sitting there in an orange jumpsuit and with chains on them and shit <laughs> Singing, nobody knows. Handing him the soap, boss. The shit I see, nobody knows my sorrow. <laughs> Handing him the soap, boss. Yes. Handing him some napkins, boss. Taking the tip, boss. <laughs> Fuck that. Um. So yeah, that's a terrible idea. But you know, and uh, unions still are politically affiliated and uh, integral into into uh, the voting. Yes, it is um, in the United States. Uh, I don't know how big your union is, but. Yeah, unions, that's one of the reasons Republicans are trying so hard to bust down on unions, because yep, typically they don't vote Republican. Nope. Uh, but yeah, teachers union, uh, you know, all sorts of Police stuff. Police union, fire right. unions, like, they try, they, they're, they're doing all kinds and passing all kinds of crazy laws to get that shit just to disband. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with washcloths either, guys. I use them sometimes too, but. Nothing really exfoliates like that loofah, you know. I can't step get between my toes, up. so no, thank you. I like the washcloth. Yeah, step your step your dry skin up, people. Hi, Rod and Karen. This is Mike, your Scottish fan in London. Mike, uh, the official 
elderly white guy in a post office line. First of all, I've done a few of those things that you ask for, like the five-star review and uh, donate your account and so on. Thank you. But it's my fault I don't have my uh, internet branding properly sorted out. So they probably all London. look a bit different. Maybe you can't see who's who. Okay. But every time, every month when my donation rolls around, you look at this donation from M. Gray and you say, it's that. Yeah. I'm sure that's, you always used to say, I'm sure that's some novelist. I don't mind if you think I'm a novelist, because that sounds cool. Right? <laughs> I could be like Fifty Shades of Grey or something like that. <laughs> the last time you started saying, I'm sure that's a woman. Maybe that's Macy Gray. <laughs> yeah. um, so I just want to clarify that. I'm not a woman, and I'm not Macy Gray. <laughs> right. But let's, let's stick to the novelist thing. All right. <laughs> the other point I wanted to... This is going back away. <laughs> the other point I need to bring up is this business about all homeless people. Yes. Because I need to tell you, I spend a lot of time working with homeless people. Mm. I do a lot of volunteering in homeless centres and so on. So I have a lot of experience of that. And I can confirm for you that you're exactly right. I mean, they are all assholes. <laughs> the only thing we haven't figured out yet is whether being homeless makes you that way or whether it's the other way around. Being an asshole gets you homeless. I don't so know. I think about that. Anyway, That's keep the up pole. the great show. It's really enjoying it. Thanks a lot. Oh man, so that's who M.A. Gray is, number one. Been wondering that shit for months. Uh, two, thank you for donating to the show. Uh, we appreciate it. And yeah, we'll go with, uh, you know, acclaimed, uh, novelist M.A. Gray. Uh, I did, instead of Macy Gray. Uh, that was, I can see how you would not want to be affiliated with being called Macy Gray. Me too. Or a woman. Also understand that. And, uh, yeah, it's funny because, um, my theory on all homeless people being assholes is not really about like against homeless people. It's really like society. Like we treat homeless people like shit. What do you expect them to be in general? You know what I mean? Like the, the homeless people have seen the worst of humanity. Yes, they have. And been the most disrespected. Like they've, they've been told, you know, like, they seen a motherfucker with a plate of food look at them and be like, Mm-mm, get your ass away. Nope, so, like, it. it's going to turn you into an asshole. It would turn us all into assholes. Uh, but, yeah, I guess the question is, because, you know, I, you would also like to think that it's kind of hard to get completely homeless. Like, is it just people that are assholes are turning into homeless? Like, no one wants to help them? Or what, man? It's yeah, like the chicken and the, the egg. Point where no one wants to help you, yes, you have been an asshole to all your family, your friends, and your kids, and their grandkids. Like, you have pissed the entire family off. Yeah. I was. I got nervous, too, when he said I work with the homeless. I was like, oh, he about to be like, and y'all need to stop making these jokes. I'm like, he oh, man, like, come no. on. But, uh, nah, he was like, nah, they assholes, dog. Uh, I don't know how they got that way, but I got to work with them. All right. Next voicemail. Last one, actually. Hey, this your boy Daz. Daz, what up, nigga? I hate to bring up old shit, but oh, bring it up. Uh, old dude Chris from Austin. Mm-hmm. I, that, that, my whole point with the because y'all was just did another um, episode of Where's My Forty Acres with yes. boy Brandon and Deidre and all them. Mm-hmm. Only reason why I thought it was better. The, my main point was in the radio was uh, it was more diverse. That was my biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Today's music, yeah, you got the internet, but it's like, oh, this is an artist. It's not even a hip hop artist. I think his name Jack Black from the White Stripes. If you ever heard of him, mm-hmm. 
said that black music could have evolved more beyond by now, but it's like the A&Rs, the people control of what's big in hip-hop or what's played for the most part on music on VH1, BET, and uh, MTV are on my Monica. Mm -hmm. It's kind of stifled. And it just hadn't had a chance to grow. You got some... You got some artists that are making strive to make brand new music or bring something new to the table, but it's kind of the same old shit. And I had to deal with, because I'm from Louisiana, people who are in love with No Limit and that early cash money shit. I did not understand how anybody could fucking love stuff to shop. I was reading a Source magazine back when he was hot, around the time that he blew up. And the he said in an interview, the reason why his name was Silk the Shock is somebody heard him rap and said, your flow was smooth like silk. That nigga flow smooth like concrete. That nigga flow smooth like flavor flame fake. That nigga flow smooth like Chad and what's her name, relationship. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it easy. Apologize. Right, uh, all right, Daz. Um, yeah, and I, like I said, I think it was more versatile, but uh, to some extent. Uh, but also, think like genres began defining themselves. So you know, hip hop and R and B uh, kind of uh, meshed um, into one like culture uh, to some extent, and like what I would consider R and B kind of became neo soul or, or whatever, like. Like, it doesn't really count as the R&B that people talk about on the radio anymore. So, you know, things change. Names change and stuff like that. But in general, I just feel like music is always what it is. Like, it's never really a golden era of music. It's never really... I think people romanticize that shit. And um, it's just no coincidence that when you ask people what the years of best music is, it's always their formative years. Of course. It doesn't matter who the person is. Nope. You know, you never meet the kid, like, that was born in 1999 and turns around and goes, yeah, man, you know, 1985, that's when the best music was. Like, no one does that. No. You know, like, every, I think people just like to feel a certain way about that music. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, and, it's um, not. You know, we just we don't have to agree about it. It's, it'll be okay, man. I mean, 1992. I mean, Crisscross Jump was the number three song in the top 100 on the Billboard magazine. So yeah, and I don't know why people think that they genre didn't have bullshit. I don't mean no harm. You know what number like, two was? What? Sir Mix a Lot, Baby Got Back. I believe that. Now here's the thing: you like Baby Got Back, so it's okay. But it, it, it it's really a fucking silly ass song. You know what I mean? That's no different to me than like fucking Flowrider. Getting a, a top like a, the, the number one song on the, yeah, on the charts or the, something like that. And the like thing that. is that when people suck, people just fucking suck. And you can like shitty music. And I think when people go, well, I, it's shitty. I like it, but you ain't gonna call it shitty. You're not embracing the truth for the reality of the music that you're listening to. You're just in denial. Yeah, I think that, I think it happens a lot, man. And uh, it makes people feel better to be like. You know, so-and-so sucks, and that means all music sucks. It's like, well, okay, mm. you know, I don't see these hard-hitting singles in the top, uh, you know, these these conscious rappers and shit in the top 100 of, of 1992. You know, it's just not the way life works, man. Like, you're going to see Baby, Baby, Baby by TLC 
1992 top of the charts of course uh more than you're gonna see fucking like uh something from public enemy or something it's just life has always been this way yep you know there's you know Razcast was never a a, a a top billboard dude but we always you know uh, but people artistically respect him and uh that's something that i just think is built into humanity all right man phone lines are open 704-557-0186 uh we'll start doing the stuff on the actual website now and uh check out some of the comments and uh you guys can call in at your leisure or whatnot um okay Episode 344, KKK and Krispy Kreme, uh, where we talked about, you know, all kinds of feedback from the listeners and stuff. My man Malcolm uh, Edgecombe wrote in and was telling us how he is, that I, I mean, I make him, I, I, I say he has to hate gays or some shit like that. Uh, and I kept saying that, you know, definitely don't mean hate, but you gotta be a little bit homophobic to really be against gay marriage. And, uh, you know, he just kept going back to the hate thing. So I made the poll about Malcolm. I was like, fuck it, let's find out what people think. Is Malcolm homophobic? And the choices were yes, and he clearly hates gays, or no, but he definitely hates gay people. Uh, yes, one, 80% of people think that he is homophobic, and he clearly hates gays. And uh, 20% of people said no, but he definitely hates gay people, so... Uh, you know, he's a person that hates gays and he keeps calling us, uh, to let us know that he hates him, man. I'm like, chill out, you know, it's cause he definitely hates him. You know, it's sad, <laughs> sad that he feels that way, but that's the only way I can say it. Isaiah left a comment. He says, man, you better off just saying you're homophobic, Malcolm. I think when you hear homophobic, you think a dragon gay is on the back of a truck. Just being uh, uh, uncomfortable makes you homophobic to some extent. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I think some people treat it like racism. If if I ain't beating you or hanging you from a tree, it ain't me. Yeah, I'm not homophobic. Yep. You know, it's like, but nah, you are though. And the idea that you don't want two consenting adults to get married, it won't affect your life at all. Uh, it really isn't, uh, about your religion. It's about the government and you're making it a religious argument. That to me says everything. You're uncomfortable with people being gay. And that is homophobia in my opinion. So, and you know, and that, the thing is it's funny because you just got to live with that label from me. Like, me personally, that's what I'm going to believe about you. You know, the same way that you believe that they should not be allowed to get married and somehow their love is not as valid as your love, I believe your opinion is not as valid as my opinion. And I'm judging you the way you're judging them. So I guess it's just a cycle of judgment, you yep. know? Uh, anyway, Dad says, damn, that's a fucked up ass poll. That hate part gets him every time. But as a black man, it makes me cringe to hear another black person, I'm assuming he is black, guess the racing effect, use the same logic of racist people um, to, to a white, a racist white person will use to rationalize their racism in order to live with themselves. I love black people, but I do think someone can be a nigger. It, it should make you almost vomit in your mouth to hear yourself say that dumbass shit. You're a homophobic dude, point blank, period. Uh, he's put point black, by the way, Freudian. I don't want to live in your delusion with you, Malcolm, or anyone else. Leave your shit in your own head so no one else has to hear that bullshit. Wow. Uh, yo, you're on with the Blackout Tips. What's up? Hello? Yo. Yo. They hung up. I guess they were scared. Oh, they listened to the radio. Yeah. Even with the radio, they could have just turned it down. They were just scared. Maybe it was Malcolm. 
I should be like, welcome to the black guy who tips. Hey. Hey. Be like, what? No. What is this? Um, I, no, welcome <laughs> to the two guys who tip. Right. Welcome <laughs> to the black men's tips. Hey. <laughs> two snaps and a circle. <laughs> um, we had comments on the episode too. Isaiah says, Oh, okay. I thought you meant in many ways of make in many ways of making Black History a bit more exciting. Must have been half-assed listening. I could. Oh, okay. Isaiah was the one who wrote in and wrote that like, well, people did try to do Black History a different way and it didn't work. And I was like, uh, first of all, it doesn't mean you give up. But then, second of all, this is what I was saying. I'm not talking about making exciting uh, Black History. I'm talking about doing history correct and changing changing it from a guilt inducing uh you know polarizing topic mm-hmm. into like something we can just talk about yep you um, gotta be scared yeah it said it must have been half-assed listening i completely agree with y'all for having it presented at least yeah at least present it most yep. kids don't give a fuck about school of course so we can't use that as the standard of well don't even teach them like we don't teach nothing and don't teach math you know what I mean? Well, no one gives a fuck. Okay, let's just uh, was so, what well, we we teach everyone because someone might latch on to it and become something. Yes, you know what I mean. Like, let's not teach we science. Can't give up on everybody. <laughs> Only two percent of the kids give a fuck about this science shit. Well, let, well, those will be the ones who cure AIDS. Say that again. <laughs> let's let's teach them all and hope we get some good ones out of it. Uh, 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 uh Mikhail Taz, aka Toya, wrote it. Hello. I just wanted to say that chill admission was the best thing that ever happened. Oh. But chill next time. Say it with your chest. Fuck Mario Chalmers. And <laughs> also, when that hot donut sign comes on, a, a nigga like me will do a U-turn in the middle of the street to get them bitches. And yes, I've done it several okay, on several occasions. Just one more thing. I made it safely, but uh, a hot, uh, but it's, she made it safely. To, I believe she went to uh, Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's what it was. But uh, I made it safely, and it's hot than a motherfucker over here. I believe that. It's 10 p.m. It's 101 degrees right now. Shit. In my Clay Davis voice, she. Damn. Yeah, that's pretty fucking hot, man. Yes, that like, is. Like, we had a little heat wave down here, and it was like 100 degrees when we went out at night sometimes. It'd be like. The fuck is this shit? Uh, you walk outside, it's like 90 degrees at 11 o'clock. You're like, fuck. Yeah, and that's actually in our country. Like, I don't even want to know what that would feel like somewhere else. To say that again. All right, man. This episode got a lot of comments. It was episode Uh-oh. 345, Chili Grapes. You like them uh, Five Starter Boys. Yeah, the guys from the Five Starter Podcast. Um, Did I tank their title? Five Starter Boys? Yes. Nah, five, oh, I mean, okay. you can call it that. I mean, it's not the name of the podcast. You didn't think the name of the podcast was Five Starter Boys, did you? No. Okay, so that's not a tank. Okay. Um, all right, so the toll is, do you feel sorry for Chad Johnson? Yes, 31%. No, 69%. And this got way more votes than Malcolm's homophobia, if it makes people feel any better. No one wants to comment on that. At all. <laughs> it was like, uh, I don't know. I don't want to specifically say a person is. That would yeah. be crazy. Yes, it would. Uh, but, yeah, do you feel sorry for Chad Johnson? 69% of people said no, which is what I said, because fuck that. He knew better. Mm-hmm. Um, the chat, let's look at the comments for uh, the poll. Damian Jackson Ooh. says, another great show, y'all. Can't thank you enough for the comedy and ratchetry y'all provide. But, yeah, this nigga Chad should have had a real homeboy slash family member to slap some sense into his head. His life wouldn't be spiraling out of control. Oh, well, sorry for you, nigga. 
child please <laughs> yeah and damien left like two more comments of the exact same sh- thing oh oh probably because he posted it and was like wait a minute post post charles hamilton writes in nah man he messed with them supernatural sonic world chad action is like dr eggman grabbing the chaos emeralds instead of sonic he messed up the supernaturally naturity of our worlds all right charles hamilton we appreciate you writing in yo 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 with the blackout tips what's up rod and karen How what's you up doing? man who's this man it's kevin kev man from california man how y'all doing good hey, man how you good doing morning. kev you up early sir Oh, I'm fishing. Believe it or not, I'm out here, right here fishing, man. Listening to y'all's uh, last podcast on my uh, iPod. Oh, that's cool, Ooh. man. You catching anything today, man? What's up? Uh, I just I've been out here about thirty minutes, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, man. Uh, Rod, man, you had me cracking up, dog, and you got me perplexed. I'm thinking about this shit all the time, man. When you was talking about hike, the random thoughts about. How come they won't feed the chicken some season and they fucking meals and it comes out seasoned already? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is genius, man. They do it with cows. <laughs> I don't know why we can't do it with, with chickens, dog. I'm, I might have been onto a billion-dollar idea. Get on it, sir. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm thinking about it all the time. I think about it at least once a fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what? It, uh, what makes you think of that shit is anytime you have to start cooking. Like, every time I go uh-huh. in there, I'm like, damn, dog, I wish I ain't had to season this chicken and let this shit marinate. Right, right, right. Man, I'm calling to say, man, y'all doing a good job, though, man. Y'all keep me cracking up. I've been on y'all, listening to y'all for a while, man. But you know what, man? Y'all put out a lot of podcasts, dog. Mm-hmm. I actually unsubscribed, man, because I had so many <laughs> podcasts to listen to. I unsubscribed, man, like four or five months ago. But then you know what, though? I'm about to think about it. I'd rather have too much riding Karen than none of all, dog. Yeah, I mean. That's a good thing. I look at these other shows, man. You know, like, you got shows where you don't know if you're going to get a show. Uh, you got shows where it's like, oh, we're going to put something out and once nothing, a month, and yeah, then nothing comes out for three months. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, you got people that, you know, don't really care about their quality or don't, all that stuff. I just look at it like, man, you got to work hard. Mm-hmm. You got to keep putting shit out there. I'd rather you be thinking about me than not. Yeah, I really And I really honestly, mean. we're competing with, you know, that's shows that put out like five that shows a week. That, yes. And we only can put out, you know, really two and then the feedback show. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. you know, we really are competing with, you know, with our full-time jobs and part-time jobs, in my case. Um, we're competing with, you know, all these motherfuckers that do this shit professionally I don't have the time or the effort to slack. Like, so mm-hmm. we just got to put out what we can and, you know, hope it's all quality yeah. and hope y'all like it. You put out, you put out, y'all put out quality, uh, Karen and Rod. Y'all put out quality, though, man. This shit ain't never born. It's always entertaining, man. I always got to be, if I miss some shit, like I'm doing some shit, you know, you be working, then you minus your mind just off. I got to rewind it. If I miss anything, y'all say, I'll rewind that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Karen. And, and you know what? It's, uh, to me, it's like going to the buffet bar. Would you rather have too much? Or not enough. All right. Not at all. Exactly, Karen. That's what I'm talking about. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for calling right, in, Kev. Thank you, sweetie. All right, man. Good luck fishing, man. Peace. Oh, for sure. For sure. Peace. Later. Oh, that was cool, man. I thought that was going to be Malcolm. Out there fishing. Have a good one, sir. I think that was the person that called earlier didn't say nothing. I was like, no, Malcolm, call back. I want to pick on you some more. <laughs> Let's make some jokes. Uh, my toy says, I'm skeptical of this whole thing. Talking about Chad and Ocho. Uh-oh. I mean, Chad and F. I keep saying Chad and Ocho. I was like, Chad and Ocho. Nigga got to stop making this two fucking two separate names. people? Yeah, you got to stop that name changing yes. shit. Yes. 
I hate niggas that change their names. Yes, that's right. Muhammad Ali and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said it. Uh, Matoya says, I'm skeptical of this whole thing, really. I'm watching for the hook because I'm betting Chad is going to parlay this into something nice for his post-NFL career. What could you possibly parlay headbutting your wife of 40 days into good for your career? I have no idea because ain't nobody going to hire you and put you on their network. Come on, dog. Unless he about to start singing and crying at the BET Awards. Uh, I I don't see how he can parlay this into anything. Yeah. He says, but if I'm wrong, I still wouldn't feel sorry for his fool ass. Me either, my toys. He need to get up with Chris Brown and figure out how to do that one right. Mr. All of That Shit says, that psycho broad owes Chad alimony as far as I'm concerned. She has cost that man everything. Multiple revenue streams. He's been lost, uh, have been lost since this trash happened. She's on record, literally recorded, being a high head and violent. Chad is on record as being a very likable guy. When it's his, her word versus his, she loses because she is so volatile. Pay up, Ev, you with your ratchet ass. Well, we already addressed you on the email. Yes, sir. Mr. Eddie Long says, <clears throat> Chad, Chad, Chad. Uh-oh. My poor Chad. <laughs> if he would have kept that cute little blonde mohawk, maybe he wouldn't be in this mess. Oh, Lord. Speaking of mess, licky face, hey, Rod. <laughs> you Come might want to run, Rod. Come down, Eddie. Uh, Tyrese says, ladies, any man can turn heads, but it takes a special man to butt heads. Manology. <laughs> nice, Tyrese. Nice. Terrible, Tyrese. Uh, <laughs> all right. We had some comments on the, um, on the show too. Um, my man, Ike Turner says, say that again is a male. What? Say it ain't so. Great show, guys. <laughs> literally. Yeah, because Karen says, so, as a male, I was like, no, <laughs> and, no, and you no. know what? I, I, when I went back and listened, I said, damn it, I did say I was a male. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I went as a female. Had to fix that. Yes, please, quickly. Nick, Nick the Jew says, I'm glad I'm up on the five-star slang, but I do still have a question. I know what it one stands for, but how do you use it, young? <laughs> Winky face. Well, young, this is how you use it, Juan. Um, like, if something happens and, like, you know, say Donovan McNabb threw for four touchdowns, but he threw for one interception, and Sports Center starts off the show with just talking about his interception, mm-hmm. you know, you just bring it up and you, and you just throw, like, it's like a hashtag, just throw, throw it, Juan, on the end of that shit. Like, you know, uh, Oh, yeah, Donovan McNabb, man, they showed that interception. Even though he had 400 yards and four touchdowns, it won. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or Well, that would be sit one, but uh, it won would be like if that was a nigga. So it would be like uh, Peyton Manning um, has a terrible day, mm-hmm. but Sports Center doesn't talk about it. They talk At about all. the conditions of the field or something. Mm-hmm. So instead of being like he threw four interceptions and it's terrible and it's not looking too good, if they start off being like, Peyton Man is back on the field, but it was a sloppy field, uh, and they make it seem like it's not his fault. Yep. Then, you, then that's an it one. You're like, oh, it one. Mm-hmm. It's just like calling Yahtzee or some shit, you know. <laughs> oh, bingo. It one. It one. Sit one. Yeah. Uh, Montoya says, you get Uncle. Double, double bonus points for that? Don't uh, scramble. I don't know how many points you get for, the, for calling out racism. Uh, you probably lose points every time you call I out. I know. They were like, no, that don't count. We don't, we don't count that on Scrabble. Uh, Montoya says, Uncle Dad. That's all he wanted to say. Uncle Dad. Uh, I think it was Uncle. Ah! 
I think it was Uncle Daddy, by the way, but okay. Miss Crystal says, I'm not a big sports fan, but I catch Five Starter from time to time. Then I drop some sports lingo on the fellas, but end up feeling like how I feel when I speak Spanish to a Spanish person. Well, then they start speaking really fast, and I have to tell them to slow down, but end up just nodding and smiling and looking past them as if someone were calling my name and making a mad dash to escape. Oh, Yeah, single women do that a lot, man. Mm-hmm. It's like they think it'd be cute to talk sports with a dude. But if you don't really know what you're talking about, yeah. stay, out, stay out that genre. Right. Because then it's like, oh, cool. This girl knows sports. So, yeah, you know, well, my thing is uh, Adrian Peterson ADP this year has dropped like 15 spots. It's like, huh? What? Yes. And, you know, we was in the PPR <laughs> league. And, you know, we also had keepers this year. Right. And, you know, when, when, when we do our score, we do a half a percentage point by a percentage point times two to figure out who wins the league. Huh? Right. It's like, oh, why'd you even start this, man? Yep. Just, just what a stay in your lane. So like I was, I was just gonna look at your titties, but now I'm disgusted by you. Get out yeah, of my face. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, he don't give a shit about your football knowledge. Leave Hate to my be like bar. that. Leave my bar. Uh, logo put on a sugar honey boo boo iced tea child baby to purposely mock straight parents up top and two snaps y'all. Uh, she take that worse than you can, or <laughs> maybe she was picking on your tank. I'm de- I'm definitely an advocate for women who have been abused, <clears throat> but being headbutted is kind of funny. Plus, with Ocho's dome, I'm sure he had a concussion too. That was an act. Of, <laughs> that was an act of a desperate dumb man who was like, "I can't I can't put my hands on her, but no one said anything about my head. Using my head is good thinking." Yeah, I did think uh, Ocho was you know tried to headbutt her because he probably was holding both of her arms to keep mm. her from stabbing him mm-hmm. and then she spit in his face and then he headbutt her and then that was the end of his career that's oh yes at least that's how it would happen if i was writing it of course oh my goodness rodrin if you guys do that love and hip-hop atlanta show let me know please y'all didn't even go over my favorite part of the show when the cast does the post show confessional thingy oh my goodness they are standing up and pacing with all kinds of hand gestures, talking like they doing some death poetry at, at any minute. <laughs> yeah, they do. They yeah, that that like that's how uh, Mama D did the whole thing with the uh, talking about Scrappy and spelling bitch wrong was in the post, you know, the the post show confessional shit. Like I hate that shit. And the frequent pauses, like, and they, <laughs> and their frequent pauses, like, and then. Claps hands, looks up, pauses. I told myself, insert single eye tear, you are a strong black woman. Insert pointing motion and neck roll, and you don't need this. Puts hands on hips and cuts eyes while rolling neck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do all you that. You hurt. Yeah, they do all I those pauses. You hurt. <laughs> they do all those pauses. Mimi's the worst, because she starts trying to do a cry voice, and it's so bad. Yeah. That <laughs> this is not the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> she, always, she always do that whisper cry shit. Dramatic music, rotating backgrounds. Yeah. This is not how you treat a person. Like, okay, Mimi, you you know okay. you're gonna go out there and let Stevie J embarrass you in public again. Of course. Let's not, you know. And like, she talks the most shit on that. Like, and the thing is, they do the confessionals after the show mm-hmm. so how can you talk shit about stuff i'm gonna see on camera that you did the opposite like Hello. you know what's gonna happen so why are you like he will not get back in my house anymore Anyone? and then they I cut to the room. fucking clip and it's like come he on in the house bitch huh 
I said, he can have that bitch. Right. And then it's like, you know, the, the next cut is like, you will not have that bitch. Come on in my house, Stevie J. It's like, well, see, you knew that happened. Why <laughs> yes, do you, you did. What, like, what is the disconnect between what you actually did and what you think? Like, you, you know what you did. Like, if I was on a reality show and I knew what was coming up and they were doing the post cuts, I would just make all my shit, shit that I did. Yes. I like, I'll be like, well, you know what's funny, man? If a nigga punch me in my face, I'll quickly start crying and cowering the ball. They're like, why would he say that? And then they show the clip and it's me get punched in the face and cowering in the ball. Like, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> she says, love you guys as always. Hugs and kisses, Miss Crisable. Uh, Tyrone left a comment. Rod, we cook rare. What, what, what would Elon say about you marinating that chicken in water? Clay Davis voice, shameful shit. Well, Tyrone, <laughs> I didn't actually do that. Uh, no, I'm glad he didn't. It should have been terrible. A, it's called a joke, sir. It's called a joke. Why would I put it in water and pray over it and be homophobic? That's obviously not the ingredients. No. Uh, yo, yo, you on with the black gal tips? Good morning, Rod and Karen. It's Nick the Jews. Hey, hey Nick the Jews. Hey, baby, what's how up? you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Where y'all talking about that love and hip hop Atlanta it made me think of that cartoon. I have such a grievance with the fact that they made Kirk a brown Eminem. <laughs> well, she, you know, Rashida wants him to be here, but he's here, you know. But are you here? Right. Are, are you here? Um, I have a serious question. Okay, let's be serious real quick. What happened to Keith from Dallas? Yeah, I, I just assumed he got locked up. <laughs> was I was I was I the only one that just I there was no mystery to me. It was like, well, yeah, he's doing a bunch of ratchet shit and confessing about it. Uh, a couple <laughs> people that, got him. Couple people listen that are police officers. It's like an easy bust. <laughs> just play the show. I just I haven't heard from him in a while. I haven't called myself. I just got braces a couple of weeks ago, so I wanted to make sure I wasn't sounding like Stan's sister before I called y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, man. Um, <laughs> But uh, how are the braces taken, though? How are your teeth? Um, they're okay. I mean, like, chewing things is somewhat of a challenge. But And if I want to drink anything with dye in it, like red wine or tea or coffee, I have to drink it through a straw. Oh. Because oh, I have the clear brackets on the top and the bands around them stain, like curry, mustard, red tomato sauce, anything like that will stain them. So I have to be wow. kind of careful. Huh, nobody ever told us about that. No, because yeah. I'm going to get braces, too, also. Yeah. Yeah, I just, it, it's not the brackets, because I have the clear ceramic brackets. It's not them. It's the clear bands that they put around the brackets. Those will change colors, depending on what you eat. Oh. Uh, and how yeah. long does that last? Forever? Well, I can get a different color band, but the point of the clear brackets is so they're not that noticeable. So I don't want to have, like day glow green <laughs> like like you 16 <laughs> yeah like trying to i'm already trying to keep it on the down low i was at the gym and some dude was staring at me and he finally came over and said hello to me and as soon as i smiled his whole face changed to like wah, damn wah, wah. <laughs> so, damn that sucks yeah rough life and that's before we found out about the celibacy stuff so that's like <laughs> that's even worse we don't even get into that till yeah. like third date. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's when my face would change. I'm like, so I'm not gonna be eating this? <laughs> Shit. Can I get some vouchers no, I, for these meals? I, 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 
was hanging out with this dude that I met online once, and I didn't even like him like that. We were just friends, and he broke up with me. He was like, I'm sorry, but if I'm not hitting that, uh, we can't kick it. I'm like, I don't even like you. Like, can, I, can I decide if I like you first? Yeah, yes. I'm, yeah, I'm so scared that, um, like, uh, I, first of all, I would be a terrible single person, but I, I would be so scared of someone who is celibate even liking me that I would pre-break up with them before everything too so was it you was I, it you Ron? i can't even judge him i'll just start off like yeah so i like to take you out sometime and uh wait a minute what uh listen this is not gonna work it's me it's completely yeah, me it's, it's not, not your you, fault not you at all i support it's all you me and everything you do but i can't be here for this it's like i don't even know your name <laughs> who are you yeah it's like i'm just breaking up with random chicks and shit go to churches and stuff but yeah, like, do, I'm do sorry, we even go to this isn't gonna work. Ladies, uh, all the ladies in uh, Sunday school, please stand up real quick. Uh, listen, it's not gonna work. It's not you. It's, it's me. me. I'm, I'm breaking up. You know, we all went together. I'm right. just saying, y'all I know that. I appreciate your convictions. Yes. But uh, I can't. I can't be with y'all if it's not physical. And they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Not ever gonna work out for you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And good night. <laughs> right. uh, and also, I. I wish Reggie was available to call the show, but some homeless dude threw something on him this week. What? <gasps> like some soda or something. Oh, we got to get a hold of Reggie. Now, is Reggie, like, extremely rude to these homeless people? This is, like, the second or third thing. Let me tell you, Reggie is the nicest person you could ever care to meet. I can like, imagine. It, he said he was, where is this fool? I should, wish I could I should call him on three-way. Like, dude. <laughs> uh, he was in the park going over some lines or whatever, and he said some homeless dude just ran on him, ran up on him and was like, get out of here, Nilka. And oh. he threw something on him. Whoa. Yeah. I bet it was like a black homeless person, too. <laughs> I hope so. Get out of here, nigga. It's like, what? Why? <laughs> Why are you being uh, racist, sir? Black on black homeless crime. Because I'm homeless. I'm an asshole. No one's helping me. Get out of here. <laughs> and Reggie said he was wearing a suit, too. Damn. Oh. See, and All if bad. he would beat up a homeless person, everybody would be looking at Reggie like, like he was wrong. wrong. Yes. <laughs> yep. See? Uh, homeless people, the last protected uh, demographic except uh, only, for Republicans. Only thing Reggie could do was was took off the jacket and say, "Hey, I think you need this more than me since you messed it up." Mm. Seriously, I, it took everything in me not to leave my job and drive up to San Francisco. Like we fighting, right? Yes, That's, <laughs> it's like I always say about homeless people, man. Can't live with them, can't burn them alive. That's what I say. <laughs> It's against the law, y'all. Oh, no. Look it up. No, you can't. No, I'm sorry. You Look can't. it up. It's illegal, y'all. Can't do it. That's what I'm saying. It's, you can't. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm but, glad you can't. Well, thank you for calling, uh, Nick Jew. Thank we appreciate you. it. Yeah. No problem. Have a good day. No yes, problem. Ma'am. American Bye. royalty on Love that yellow you, Ralph Lauren. <laughs> yes. It's royalty. It's royalty. royalty. It's royalty. All right. Bye. <laughs> Oh man, love me some Nick the Jew. Yes, sir. We still go together. We just we can never have sex like Buffy and Angel. Yeah, you know? I, I I don't mind that. We gotta get her and uh, Reggie back on. Yo, you on with the blackout tells so What's up? Hey man, next time I'll be calling by my French ride, man. Don't don't be hanging up on me. You sound just like him. Was that you, Brent? <laughs> yeah, that's me, man. That was you calling about French fries? No, nah, that wasn't me. Oh, because you sound just like, like that, that dude, dude just now. Yes. You know what? I started to text y'all and be like, that is not me on the phone. <laughs> I do that. 
Like I really would have to talk. I really would have to talk properly for the rest of this this call just so you can realize that that was not me on the phone. Oh man! <laughs> now I didn't think it was you until you just did that impersonation. That was good. Yeah, I, I, I said wait, when I heard him, I said wait a minute. That guy sounds a little bit like me when I'm sleeping. <laughs> so I was like, Whoa! Oh man. man! You know what? I hate to call homeless people. I hate you know I hate the slanders that we're giving to homeless people today. But sometimes in the bomb homeless culture, they kind of do things that are irritating, you know? Right. Like sometimes, sometimes, you know, I might give them some of my spare change, but sometimes they come and just bother you. Yeah. You know, like last night, I wanted to go, I went to Screaming Wings, the local wing place in town. They serve these honey ranch wings that are so good. They take them. They, they put, they fry the wings, put the ranch seasoning over them, then dip them in the honey, and it's so good. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to get these wings, because, you know, it's a late night, you know, me and my friends, we usually hang out and stuff, and I was going to meet up with them later. And so I'm in a hurry to get this food, and, you know, Bond, and, you know, Bond, I was like, yo, what's up, nigga? Hey, man, you know, I know you see, I know you see me over here, because, you know, I learned that the best thing to do is that, like, you in a hurry, like, you don't see him at all. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, usually they'll they'll leave you alone. That's my thing. Like, man, I know you see me over here, man. I know I'll be getting on your nerves sometime, man. You know, I know I know I'll be asking stuff, man. You gotta be like that, Bruh, I'm just in a hurry. <laughs> Trying to keep I got somewhere to be, and so then he gonna come in. The, he gonna come in the wing place and come talk to me like, man. You know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to come off like this. In man. the wing place, but you know, bruh. But you know, you know, I know you hear me something every time I ask. You know what I'm saying? So I don't mean to be like that. So, you know, and I'm like, okay, man, it's nothing. I'm just in a hurry, man. I'm really trying to do something. He's like, hey, who, man? Like, hey, uh, let me holler at you. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna get on that whistle. Hey, let me holler at you, though. Yeah. He's like, man, I just want to give me some wings, man. I got me a couple of dollars. You know, I just need to get some wings. He had about $3. I'm like, man, I paid with card, man. Right. <laughs> and then I was like, but you got three dollars, man. Get you some French fries. <laughs> you can't be choosing. You a beggar. You can't be a chooser, man. Get you some French fries and just call it a day. Right. Man, you can get none of my food. I got places to go. <laughs> Bruh. I mean, but you know, so that was, that was my bomb story of the week. You know, they always <laughs> come trying to holler at you. Yeah, that pull yeah, you over to the side. Hey. That pull you over to the side technique is the worst. Yeah, let me holler at you. Yeah, yeah like, like we having a business meeting. Everybody know what you want. Right, like, yeah, like, no one in the restaurant understands that a homeless man is asking them for money. Like, he didn't just ask everyone else on their way in uh, to the restaurant, yeah. too. Yeah, it's just like, it's kind of, it kind of makes you hate going to your favorite greasy spoon place sometimes. And for those of you, I don't know if, you know, maybe y'all ever heard the Greasy Spoon reference, you know, over in the U.K. for my U.K. brothers. and, and But, you know, the, the Greasy Spoon place is your guilty pleasure. It's usually in a run-down neighborhood. It's usually not the, not the cleanest place in the world, but that food is so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got them spots around here, yes. Yes, yes, yes. But, yeah, it, that was so funny. But, man... I just want to call and let you know I appreciated the ratchetness of Thursday's episode. The good old-fashioned ratchetness I'm used to. We've been on too many serious topics around black guy who tips lately. We've been talking about Chick-fil-A. 
we were talking about political beliefs and everything. Sometimes it's just fun to have some good old-fashioned ratchetness. Oh, you know when that's Justin on. That's, that's one of the pillars that this show was founded upon. <laughs> yes, sir. Ratchet. <laughs> this is one of the standards of the show. If we don't have the good old-fashioned ratchetness, I mean, just think about the football season is starting back up, so you know ratchetness has to be increased. Oh, yes. You know, yeah, yeah we got we got to increase this ratchetness. Speaking of that, man, and, and and I agree with you, man. I don't know who I'm going to draft this year, man, because all the running backs are either hurt. Every running back hurt this year. Yeah. You don't know who to draft. But I just miss this ratchetness, man. It was just so fun playing against the race. <laughs> <laughs> It's the most fun I've ever had. And I love playing against the race. It's, it's one of the most fun games because it's not that we're racist. Guess the race is really a mockery of racism. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. That's the whole point. It, it is a mockery of racism. And, and we, we come up with the most racist name that we've ever heard. <laughs> and we try to, and we try to say, and we just try to show you how ignorant <laughs> racism sounds. And so I love playing against the race, and it was just so fun playing. Yeah, no doubt, man. We appreciate everybody for coming out and, uh, yes. you know, playing against the race, man. It was definitely fun, and uh, everyone can participate. And it's one of the few times that you get to be racist and nobody judges you. Oh, no, no, it's no judgment. We're yeah. in a no judgment-free zone with that one. So everybody just gets gets it out, good release and, for the week. In, in fact, we encourage you to, to be yeah. creative. So, but yeah, thanks for calling, Brent. Man, you got one more thing. One more thing. One more <laughs> thing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do the summer of the Brian thing today. I just think that we kind of played that out. <laughs> we it never gets old. But yeah. Um. So to Nick the Jew, um, you have the you have the clear braces. So you know. Congrats on keeping your teeth straight. You know, that's my buddy, Nick the Jew. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately for you, even though she has clear bands, no, the bands won't make her dance. So, <laughs> clear bands don't make a dance, dog? Bands, bands won't make her dance. So, <laughs> it's a little unfortunate for you, fellas. Oh, by the way, I just love that song, man. Y'all heard that song? Yes. Yeah. What what is the what's the song? Bands will make her dance. Yes, you get, you have to hear that song. That is that is a. I'll look song. it up, man. I I see what I can do, man. Yeah, man. But but you know, I I do want to say, you know, I love you, Miss Karen. You all right with me? Thank you. I, I love you yeah. too. Even even yeah. even though we, I love talking to you because uh, even though I know you ain't that old, but if you always make me feel like I'm talking to my long lost uncle because you sound like you're about eighty five oh. years old. Oh, I, I get that a lot sometimes. I get that a lot. And, you know, I do believe that the best music was was from the 70s and the late 80s. You know, the, from that 70s to 80s period, some of the greatest music we had um, was made during that period because they had real live bands. I mean, I believe that, you know, in order to be, you know, a great musical work, we have to have real live bands. But, you know, it, it just goes to I, I totally agree with Rob's discussion. Your best, if your music that you feel will be the best will be during your formative years. Well, you and, had the uh, time. Unless you go, go to study music, and then we have to listen to every every form of music, and they try to convince you that it's classical music. Although it was the most difficult, it was the most difficult to write classic, baroque, and um, Renaissance and um, romantic period era music was um, it was more difficult to write. But we just um, we just like the music that we this that we grew up listening to. The music that you grow up on will always be dear to your heart, and so any other form of music will 
therefore not be as important to you. Yep. So that's why I can't, that's why even though future is okay sometimes, I don't really care for a lot of hip hop that came out after I say 2008, you know. Yeah, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. I love Fly, but you know, pretty much anybody that came out too much after that, I I ain't feeling it. But I'm going to give Big Crit a shot because he was born in Meridian and I was too. So, you know, I'm going to give Big Crit a shot. But, you know, (laughs) everybody else, man, whatever. All right, Brett, man. Let us roll, man. But uh, I appreciate you calling, dog. I didn't see the three minutes there. Uh, nah, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, that's All right. Y'all take care. You too, Peace. man. Peace. Oh, um, oh what, but Karen? before you move on, when he was telling, uh, when Nick the Jew was telling her, um, homeless, uh, man story about Reggie, mm-hmm. me and Layla had a homeless man story. I don't think I shared this with you. And he almost got hit. Wait, hold up. Say this for the show. Oh. What is this? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just give away podcasts. Mm-mm. Write this down. I will. And make it a random thought. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Try to try to sneak it in. Oh, because she just made me think about Come it. So I was the, gonna share mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we're gonna share this tomorrow. Oh homeless yeah, people, with Amber P. Yeah. Homeless people can always be a good source of comedy on the Blackout Tips regular show. All right. Well, um, we said that for Amber. So Tyrone, I think we finished reading his. Um, oh wait, no, we didn't. He says, um, uh, <laughs> The pepper spray is a good idea until you have to use it somewhere you go all the time. Like you said with the Samson story, I live here. Um, Alan West, white, slapping white bitches is further evidence of post-racial society. Sarcasm. Anyway, great episode and Ike Turner voice. Eat this key lime pie anime for that man who <laughs> his wife with the key lime pie. Yes. Daz, aka Kung Fu Tre- Treachery, says, support your own, man, because we've been on the other side of this shit. And niggas don't even get love in their home state. And then two years later, when niggas blow up, it's like, oh, we always loved y'all. Fucker. Uh, Sound <laughs> angry. The Becoming, Rod Slight Take. It's a quote from uh, the Little Brother album I was trying to remember. I couldn't remember the whole quote. So, yeah, I guess I take that. Um, let's check out the last episode in the comments we had on that. It was uh, This Week in Ratchet, um, episode 346. Uh, Justin was the only guest on this one, uh, which a lot of people prefer because yes. he is Ratchet. Um, yes, he is. So the poll for the show was who did, who, uh, who, uh, hell no, it should have been how. I spelled it wrong. How did we do with the Twib docket? Oh, you said who? I put who. <laughs> who, who did we do? <laughs> we did a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Great job, guys. 53%. Terrible. 13%. Uh, I don't listen to the 12, 33%. So, all right. The, uh, and the po- questions were, um, I said terrible only because you tanked on the title of your own poll. That's right, Miss <laughs> Christabel. I spelled that wrong. Um, and Evo says, I don't know who did you do with the two docket. Nice take, sir. So, all right. That's our listeners. Thanks for the answering the serious question. Um, all right. Then uh, the co- comments on the poll were, don't worry, Rod, from Phil McCock. That's right, Phil McCock. Wow. Don't worry, Rod. My <laughs> top my top men and I over here at Howard are going to decide, decode the whole Busy Bone conversation to have it to you within a week. As soon as we are done decoding Waka Flocka Flame's new song. Isaiah, thank you, sir. Isaiah says, "Damn, Busy Bone was blessing God like Alec Baldwin called Beetlejuice in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit." 
that's from Isaiah Craig Newborn says, I think he just went super saying, dead, LOL. Uh, and that was a, a joke from uh, something we said, a quote from the show. Yes. All right, we also had emails. The email the show, you go to the black, or you email the blackout tips at gmail.com. And uh, it's a really easy way to keep in contact with us. And uh, we only had three emails this week. So it looks like we're going to have a pretty nice side show. We'll be out here by noon if everything goes right. Chill says, Karen's big ass tank. <laughs> okay, I'm listening to the show. and You guys are talking about Chad Johnson. All of a sudden, I hear Karen say, if he, Chad, keeps it up, they're going to black market him. What? I damn near spit my motherfucking drink out. I was like, what the fuck? Are they going to ship him back to Africa and sell him into slavery? <laughs> well, Karen, I think the word she was looking for is blackball. Still laughing. Peace. Yeah, that's pretty bad. None of us caught that either. So. I'm surprised y'all didn't. It's a pretty terrible tank. I'd be Mark. messing it up. Netflix versus the world. This is from Tony. He says, what up, guys? I've been cycling through shows that I missed last month and ride. I caught your random thought on companies trying to compete with Netflix. I usually don't find fault in any business that changes up their formula to make some more money because that's why most people start one. On the other hand, some of these decision makers will not take the blame for the wrong choice when the, when the company takes an L. Uh, so it takes a loss. Every year, my company adds some trendy items for the Christmas season, thinking that it will be a hot seller. For example, last year, they tried to capitalize on the iPad rush by selling some knockoff tablet that didn't move at all. These motherfuckers will blame middle management for not executing the strategy when there's no interest in a great value tablet. Oh, well, everyone wants that number two Pepsi money. One more thing. I don't enforce the dress code with the ladies. Uh, besides, I don't mind... That, oh, so he's saying as a manager, mm-hmm. women get to dress more uh, loosely with mm-hmm. the dress code yeah, than men. In most places they do. Especially is something like that. Well, here's the reason that some people don't enforce it. Uh, I don't mind there's a little extra skin showing. That means I got to see the see the bad to get some good. I ain't shit. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of it's not even about, you know, necessarily women getting away with more because mm-hmm. of anything good. Sometimes people just want to see some titties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You showing they looking. And you wonder why you don't make a dollar for every dollar a man makes. <laughs> it's the titties, y'all. Holding y'all back. Uh, feedback, Darren says, Aww. Good morning, Karen and Rod. It's, it is Tayrell713. I didn't really have much to comment this week, so I thought I would just reach out and shoot the shit. All right, well, I'll delete this. He didn't have much to say. <laughs> First up, that song at the beginning of the Thursday show, Miss Wright, was so damn good. I went on a hunt to find it, which oddly enough proved slightly more tough than a regular Google search, but happy to say I found it. Big up Animal Thug, who said I would, LOL. Secondly, I'm going to meet Dex and John Fouts and them tomorrow at the film festival. They won the award for Dirt Cheap Therapy. Yes, we have several fans that I've been seeing them go back and forth across Twitter mm-hmm. with uh, Dexter and them. And I hope y'all have a good time. And tell us all about it, guys. Yeah, right in. This is both uh, in celebration of them and, of course, you all. And I'm super excited to see the movie and meet Dex. Wish you two could have been in Ohio bound for the screening, but maybe in the future. Anyway, just wanted to check in with you two. Have a great weekend, and we will do it again next time. Thank you. Yeah. To, uh, thank you very much. Yeah, it's Terrence. just too far. If it was closer, we would be there. Yeah. Um, all right, man. That's it. Tomorrow's show is at 10 a.m. We're going to have Amber, Amber. P. Uh, from uh, Black. I'm going to fuck this up. Hold on. Black 
sexy, geeky, and mental. Mm-hmm. Please be in the right order. Um, and we're just gonna be shooting the shit, man. Y'all know Amber now. Uh, you yes. should by now. And uh, we're just gonna talk to her and uh, chill. And Can't then wait. Later on tonight, we're supposed to be a casual conversation with yes. Sherry's Joy. And uh, tomorrow night, we'll be on the Insanity Report podcast mm-hmm. or Insanity Check podcast. So yeah, we getting it in, y'all. We working hard. Yes, we are. Uh, we will see you guys tomorrow morning. Um, don't forget you can uh, find us at theblackoutist.com, donate, all that stuff. Support the show, people. Uh, give your money up. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll make sure that you all get to go to heaven. Yeah, that's Have a it. good one, y'all. All right, until next time. Love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Telling the strong word is born, I'm just telling you what goes on.